0: It's I on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer.
1: We're back, and as I promised you in the beginning of this show, we're thrilled to have a very special guest on, uh, Thomas Acatelli. And as I said, he is the Commercial Observer's Deputy Editor for News and National Coverage. He was the publication's founding editor in 2009, and God knows he's worked as an editor or reporter at the New York Observer, The Real Deal Crane's New York Business, Vox Media, and authored several books. Um, on the business and history of alcohol i just i could go on i could read it, uh, like a whole thing so thank you so much for tom for being on our show thank you you had a great thanksgiving and so i know yeah. you don't have a lot of time so i just from your view of what you're seeing and what you're you know writing about tell us what's going on in commercial real estate and what things you know what trends you're seeing and and i think also about people coming back to the office. What are you saying? Sure. Well, you
2: you hit on it, Dottie. The the, the big sort of meta trend in New York City and a lot of major markets nationally is return to work, when it's going to happen and if it's going to happen. You have a lot of people and a lot of companies still doing sort of hybrid schedules where people are in the office two or three days a week and then they're at home or what are called third places like the local coffee shop, someplace like that, or a co-working spot. For the right. other days of the week, and so that that keeps everything in limbo right now in uh, commercial real estate when it comes to office investment and office leasing and pay for brokers and pay for brokerages. So you know, and it could be many more months before that shakes out. Um, there, there. I mean, right now, you know, the job market's very strong. You had those job numbers released yesterday. Absolutely. And I still. Yeah, and there's still a lot of job growth, so it's definitely a sort of a workers' market, an employees' market. You know, people can move jobs more easily now, but
1: also yes, recently we've seen the probably demand more money.
2: Exactly, and terms for your work. You know, where you're going to work, and what days, and where.
1: What's happening now? Though, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Are you seeing this with the millennials? Are you seeing it with the baby boomers? You're seeing it generally across the board. I
2: was going to say, you know for your audience especially when it comes to residential real estate you know it's, it's across the board because a lot of people you know i i think the idea that the death of cities that we read about at the start of the pandemic was way overblown okay you know i mean new york didn't empty out but people are if if they can you know because of the high, higher housing costs toward urban cores they're moving out to the suburbs or they're moving you know uh, to, to, to areas where they traditionally would have just been commuting areas, and they're, they want to live and work out there. And so, some companies are opening more satellite offices, or they're turning to this, you know, this proliferation of co-working companies that are now opening spots not in Manhattan necessarily or downtown Brooklyn, but they're opening them in, you know, uh, uh, suburban New Jersey or suburban Connecticut more than ever. So, I, you know, I think it's across the board. And I think it's catering right. to where people want to live, you know, more than where they where they have to work. So, so you but think I it's more about say, where
1: they want to live. But yes, do you find that exactly. they don't – yeah. And they that, and they don't – do you find that uh, – because I think it's a mixed bag, and I think I saw a survey, and again, that said that, you know, they have a, a choice of what, you know, what you'd want to work. And I don't know – I forgot who did the poll. but. um mm-hmm. I think that people got used to it, and, and but yep. I do think that uh, you know interaction, especially in real estate, uh, absolutely interaction in, is 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 really important with with fellow well, that's, workers. That's but the big argument. Up- that's the yep.
2: That's the big argument that a lot of companies are starting to make is we need to have we need to foster the culture. So we do need people in. You know, three days a week, four days a week, some of them. Uh, and what's happening? You know, what's also happening recently? Yes, there's that strong job growth, but there's also been announcements of a lot of layoffs, especially at tech companies. You know, Meta, the parent of Facebook, um,
1: uh, yeah, Twitter, famously.
2: So if if well, the labor shifts, yeah,
1: right. People are starting to get like I think you know I I you know I'm in New York City and I see people still wearing wet wear masks, but not not that many, and. Um, I think people, you know, I think you know people want to have some, but so but some social action, react, you know, with yes. their own fellow workers. But that I think the majority of people, you know, maybe they'll come up with some hybrid and maybe they'll do a four-day, you know. So that's mm-hmm. why it's too mm-hmm. early to tell.
2: Right, you know, but I think, I think if the labor, I, if the labor market shifts, Dottie, though, like, I I think the companies are going to have more of the power and they're just going to say you're going to you might you might see these edicts over the next. You know, 12 to 18 months of we are returning to the office. This is what's happening. You know, you know. Please deal with it. We know it's an inconvenience, but this is how it's going to be. Um, and then that that'll of course have all sorts of ripple effects in both commercial real estate and residential real estate because people will have to, um, you know, uh, those might have well, to move live- closer to where their workplace and
1: exactly. You know, yeah, and cool. the companies will have to take I more work- space. Yeah, I'm a woman, so I work seven days a week. I was, I, I, I and, and I, you know, and my nephew and my brother were having a debate. I always said this in the beginning of the show, and I, and I'm telling you, I I I think even myself, you know, at first I I thought the lockdown was going to be like two or three weeks, but you know, mm-hmm. it, it it got wrong, And I'm sorry, we all know how to use Zoom very well, but that really doesn't. It doesn't create culture, and I don't. I think culture is really important. Uh, but mm-hmm. but I do think that they'll come up maybe with some kind of a hybrid. But that's just my opinion. Now I think you also, <laughs> you mentioned something about breweries and pubs. <laughs> yes, oh, we, we have an about, article. Come- I don't know about that. Would you tell me about that? Tell our whole audience about
2: that. Sure, sure. Uh, we we have an article coming out next week from my colleague Nicholas Rizzi on. A, a big trend in New York City real estate, and it's starting to take uh, uh, take hold in the rest of the country too. Um, landlords are landlords of residential buildings, including some luxury you know luxury high rises, and landlords of offices are bringing in breweries on the ground floors as tenants. And why are they doing that? Because you know the craft beer is a big draw to some of these younger generations, especially uh, uh, millennials and Gen X, and so. You know, it's basically the brewery with its tap rooms or its small pub at the front becomes an amenity to draw people back, either to get them to sign apartment leases or to draw them back to the office. It's really, it's really kind of yeah, because
1: yeah, you know how how they set up the offices now and how people want like a more casual way of working where they can just Mm -hmm. you know they're not just sitting in a desk. I remember when I first started real estate they had these desks that you couldn't even see anybody. Um and that's really not good. Okay. So so you're saying that they're starting to put them in in, in, in places where they yeah. feel that then people could, you know, like maybe during lunch or right after work. Exactly. So down or for and, or
2: for meetings, yep.
1: Yeah meetings and, it's and I think that's because, a
2: yeah, it used to be you know they didn't want any of these al- alcohol establishments anywhere near their property because it was associated you know with with God knows what, but uh, the, it's a sort of a convivial atmosphere now. Uh, it's you know it's like akin to sort of German beer gardens or something, um, and, and so they want that. And it's and it's and it's interesting because it's dictated it's dictated to the sort of older owners and developers by the younger generation. Um, so that's a, that's a right. fun aspect of it too. Uh, Right. And it changes the whole, it changes the
1: whole neighborhood. I think, you know, I think a lot of the trends that this pandemic were, we're in place already, and we've taken much longer, and the, but we mm-hmm. probably going to happen, but maybe in a, a longer length of time And the pandemic, got, kind of <clears throat> took some of these <clears throat> trends and expedited them. But how's the commercial? Mm-hmm. I know you have only a minute or so left. How's the commercial doing on a whole?
2: The commercial real estate market on a whole, I mean, it's it's still, you know, it's still wobbly. Uh, there's so there's so much uncertainty on the financing side, especially with, the, you know, the inflate increase in inflation and increase in, in uh, borrowing rates. Uh, you know, leasing market is still wobbly. But, you know, there, there is there are signs of recovery. There are signs of strength. You know, there's brick and mortar retail had a very has, had a very good Black Friday. Um, the holiday shopping season so far seems pretty strong. And there is a return yes, to, you know, on. let's not forget. I mean, we're debating hybrid and you know, remote work, but there there is a return to office going on. You know, it, it, it has improved from a, a landlord's perspective, from a private tenant's perspective over the past year. You know, I don't, I, we shouldn't lose sight of that. There, there are signs of improvement there.
1: Yeah, and I always say that you can't compare it to 21, just like you can't no, compare no. the interest rates that were 3%, okay, or whatever they were. Yeah. Um, but I do think that we're human beings and people like to interact and that at some point <clears throat> we're going to have maybe maybe a little bit of a hybrid, but I don't see everybody going remote. Or, as you no, say, I don't either. A lot of voice are going to demand that they come back to the office, but the job market's really strong now. So kind of, it's a hard time to do that. Um, yep. And so as that you can know, change. Yep. That can yeah. all change. And so that's why, you know, when you're reading things, it's people's opinions. Okay. No one really knows the future, but if I see it, and, and from all the people that I know, um, you know, everyone would like to have an extra day off that they could work. But when you're in the house, and you're not interacting and when you're on Zoom mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. a very different experience. Some of we're all used to it now, but there's nothing like being in the office and mm-hmm. I think that you're you're correct. And I'd love that you would come on again and keep us updated on the commercial market. Absolutely. Because, um, that's a big, big part of real estate and you know it and been writing about it. There's no one better than you. And to keep us up on all the trends and what's going on and for those of you who are looking for commercial spaces i think now is a good time to look
2: oh yes yes rents have come down especially yeah especially in some neighborhoods yeah well,
1: yeah and again you know one when...
2: though the other thing though is there's also incentives out there from landlords uh from commercial landlords who want who want tenants and they're willing to negotiate but that window too is closing as return to work continues you know now, now would be the time now would be the time to negotiate, not, you know, six, seven, six or nine months from now.
1: Right. And remember that. If you're looking for commercial properties, it's work. But be, mm-hmm. you should be out there, okay? Because mm-hmm. as, as Tom said, you, you as as we're saying, as Tom said, now's the time, okay? Now's the time. And, and, and what I see in the city is a, a lot of younger people coming to the city.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. That'll never change. I don't so, think. You know whether it's remote. You know, I, I think the young will always come to New York.
1: Uh, New York is New York. There's no. I, I don't right. care what anyone exactly. says. Exactly. Uh huh. You know, I I, I don't care what anyone says. You know, I've been all over, and there's just no place quite like New York. And I always say, it should be a model for. You know how people really, it's a vertical city, and we have every language, every, you know, everybody, every language, every race, every nationality, every economic, and somehow it all works. And it's Mm -hmm. exciting, and, you know, it's lovely to go to Florida a month when it's freezing in New York, (laughs) but there's no place like New York City, and um, I really believe that with every breath of me. Uh, mm-hmm. so I, 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 really, so I'm thrilled that you caught and please, we'd love to have you back to keep us posted on what's going on. And listen, Absolutely. have a great holiday. Thank and you. have a great thank holiday. Thank you very much. And thank you. We'll speak soon. Now, uh, Tom is really one of the best at what he does. And as I said, I basically deal with residential. He's an expert on commercial. And if you are looking for buildings, and you might want to look for smaller buildings if you know you know I'm going to do some you know at the beginning of the year I'm going to do some um, interesting you know try to give you some of the basics of investing in real estate not only for living but for investment whether it be a single family home that you can rent out or a, a small commercial building um, because as I said. Ninety percent of the millionaires in the U.S. remember are invested in real estate, and real real estate is one of the fastest and safest ways to build wealth and grow your net worth in this country. Now, of course, every market's a little bit different. So when we're talking on the air, we're talking general. So, but for most part, you know, I, I'm not only talking about a home to buy or live in the sort of investment takes. Money out of your pocket, but when I talk about real estate investing, I'm talking about buying cash flow rental properties that puts more money into your pocket. And um, I'm going to talk, you know, when, when we have a, a, a full hour to do that, I'll start introducing you some of the basics of that because I'm I'm a believer in real estate. Now you could say, well, you're biased because you're in it. I'm biased because let me just say this, and I want to stress this. If you if you buy stocks, you could have a stock that you paid twenty dollars a share for, and it's been, overnight it's one dollar. And generally, real estate doesn't drop like that. Okay, um, it just doesn't, unless there's some kind of catastrophe that happens that you know, like when nine 11 nine eleven happens. And I, I I you know I had Governor Pataki on the show. During the week of 9 11, and um, I asked him what he did to get the city back downtown because when we had 9 11, nobody wants to live downtown. And he said that what he did was he made incentives for businesses to move downtown. And if you go back to 9 11, for those of you who remember, I mean, it's kind of surreal, I remember. Um, Nobody wants to live on a high floor. And now, the harder the floor, the more money. So, you know, he did, but he did a lot of incentives. And I think that that's what you're seeing now. And I think you're seeing uh, all the younger people, and you have to look at trends. Even when you're selling your home, I tell people, look, probably, you know, maybe a younger person's going to buy it. So, you know, you've got to kind of stage it so that it's something that they're going to go for, you know, and they like kind of open and they kind of like clean. And when I say clean, I don't mean that it's not dirty. I mean that it's open and, it's, you know, if you're going to paint, uh, that, you know, just give your home a coat of paint and do it in a neutral color. You know, so many people have shown me, oh, gee, you know, I did my kitchen a year ago, and it's a beautiful kitchen, and it was with a color that's kind of an in color for that year. Um, And I always tell people, listen, when you're doing expensive projects in your home, like you're doing a kitchen or you're doing bathrooms, don't put, you know, don't do the color of the year because three or four years later or five years later, even though your kitchen is going to look nice, they'll do, but it's going to be dated because that color is out. So I'm a big believer when it comes to those big improvements that you use neutral colors that, you know, anybody can use and they can dress up and that you take the clutter out of your house, have the windows cleaned, and, um, you know, store as much as you can because some too much stuff makes your house look cluttered and you want your house to look as open as possible. And I've seen people pull up rugs that kind of will worn, and underneath those rugs are beautiful hardwood floors that you can have, you know, redone and, you know, for not a lot of money and, you know, they paint the house like an off-white or, you know, and clean it out, it looks like a different place. And so, you know, when you're ready to sell before you put your home in the market, you really should have a broker in and have them give you some suggestions to how you stage your house, because that's really important. A lot of people are visual people, meaning... They can, they you know, they don't see beyond what they see. So you know, there are other people that say, "Oh, this house is, you know, has you know, they're kind of messy. It's not, it doesn't, it has cluttery." But I see the potential. A lot of, but a lot of people are just visual. So you want to really, whether it's the mortgage that you want, you're a buyer and you want to get a pre-commitment, or you're a seller and you want to make sure that. Your house is staged properly and that it looks at its best. It's like when you go for a job interview, you want to look at your, your best, you know, and so your house has to look its best. and so um, you know when you still, when you live in a house, and I'm sure those of you who have moved know how much you accumulate over the years that you just don't realize. So one of my big suggestions is when you're getting ready to sell your house, go through it, get rid of all of the stuff. If you had a leak or something in the in the, in the basement, and there's a water stain, you know, paint it. Um, there's little things that you can do if you if you want to, you know, you don't want to go through the expense of maybe doing a new kitchen, but you can put new countertops or you can get ho- new hardware to, you know, spruce it up. Have a window washer come and do all your windows. You cannot imagine what a difference that really makes. Um, you know, you you really can't imagine. And you can't imagine that some people just don't do it. And it really costs them a lot of money. And then I think, as Tom said, we have to look at who's bought now. And the millennials and the Generation Xs is the younger generation. And that's who's buying most of the properties. And they have different tastes. And so you want to make your home you want to take your home and bite into them. And I can tell you a better investment than I think if you buy right. And I think that, as as Tom said, we're kind of, you know, in a flux. You're hearing a lot of different information. And even with COVID, you're hearing it's it's bad. I mean, I just read it's, it's, it's bad on Long Island and it's bad in New York City. Um, thank God. But they, they, I do believe they have some medication for it now. And you don't hear... What you did in the beginning when you'd hear all the deaths every day, uh, so I think that you know but but I think that people are back out of you know Black Friday was good, people were in stores again, uh, people want to get out, they want to communicate um, and if you're looking for a home, whether it's residential or commercial, it's work, and make sure you pick a good broker and i when I say good broker. Not only how much money they made, I find it really important that you have a good rapport with that person and that you feel comfortable with that person and that you feel that person gets you. Because a lot of buyers, and I've seen this my whole life, come in and they give you a list of, you know, here's what I want. And then all of a sudden they'll buy something that they told you that they, you know, that they never told you they would like. So, If your broker says, you know what, this is not exactly what you said you wanted, but I just want to show it to you. It's worth your time to just see it, even if you don't like it, because sometimes there'll be something in a property that you did not even think about that just takes you and it just just captures you. And um, that's really, you, you don't really know that. So when you do your list, I take a paper, put it in half. And I say, these are what I must have. And this is what I would like to have. And again, depending on how this job market ends up, you know, if if everyone has to come back to the office, then people will probably move closer to where their jobs are. If if they don't have a return to office, which I don't think is going to happen, I think they're going to come up with some hybrid where it'll be, you know, maybe three or four days in the office and maybe one day that you work out of home. Um, that's just my feeling, okay, but I think that's where it's going to go. I think generally everybody, you know, I think most people want that social interaction. Plus, I, you know, there's a, a word called culture, which a lot of people don't look at in the workplace, but it's really important. Um, I think prices are not going up 20%, but I don't see a crash. Um, I think, you know, in some areas they might have gone down a teeny bit. But in 2023, which if you Google it, you know, some, some people say it could be a recession. Again, no one knows the future, but I, I see it as a kind of market that we're in. Um, and I think if, if you're a buyer, you're in a, it's almost in a better place for, for a buyer because you are gonna be able to at least speak to a seller. And you know, and sellers the people are aware of prices now. So if you're gonna make an offer, make sure that you have the backup information to justify how you're making that offer. Okay. She um, on time goes quick. Well, short sure, show today, I think we'll have our normal two-hour show next week, and I'm going to start teaching you on some of the investment secrets, in case you're interested in looking for real estate investments for one, okay, I start.